Now, let's get back to the leader of conservatainment. It's the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. over this so good. Dean Martin, play some this weekend and some Frank Sinatra as well. Keep your romance hot and heavy. Look, there's enough aggravation in the world. Did you see that angry, miserable woman on stage last night at the DNC convention, the liar whose pockets filled bribes with the adulterer, rapist, husband? I mean, the... the you watch that. You, uh, seriously, your blood pressure goes up because you see evil and corruption and, and disgusting, immoral, unethical behavior. But don't get your heart all pumping up in in, uh, in anger there. Your heart should be pumping in love. That's why we take a break. Every Friday at this time, we do our world-famous marriage segment. Just, just take a little time to recognize the beauty and the glory and the sanctity of marriage. That's all. And throw in the hot and steamy stuff. Remind you all to stop running around. My wingman on this operation for many years has been Robert Kosick. He's an author. He's a marriage coach. He's a church deacon. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He's the one who actually writes the marriage tips, and we discuss them on the air. Mr. Kosick, welcome back. Good morning to you, my friend. I was listening to you and Denise and talking about renewing your vows. That was really cute and how she said it reminds you guys of why you got married in the first place. Well, my wife and I do something a little bit different to make sure the marriage keeps going. I write books, buy inventory, and tell her, if you leave me, I'll never sell them. So if you want, you want your money back, you better stay with me. <laughs> There's a profit motive here, honey. That's right. That's not so that, that's, It's been working for a few years for me. Yeah, because no one wants to buy the book of a marriage coach who's divorced. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what not to do. Let me tell you how, I, let me tell you how my marriage ministry blew up my marriage. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, uh, I can't believe it. We are at marriage tip number 148. That's gigantic. It's huge. Uh, It's posted on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Folks, here we go. Skewed perceptions. Our perception of a situation will be skewed by our past experiences. As such, when it comes to marriage issues, we tend to associate past experiences with current situations. In other words, we assume and anticipate that past experiences will always be replicated in the present situation. Three habits to avoid repeating history. One, use history as a guide, but not a rule. Two, don't assume your spouse's motive. And three, identify each other's perception differences. Take it away. Right, so this becomes a really big issue with couples all the time because... They're coming into a situation, they got an issue they need to resolve or talk about with their spouse, and they come in with the attitude like, this is going to turn into an argument, this is going to be a heated situation, I'm, I'm going to get attacked, or whatever it is, and they walk in with that attitude, so they walk in right off the bat thinking they're going to get attacked, so they go in with their defenses up, and what do you think happens? The attitudes come in right from the start, and they go exactly where they thought they would be. 
And what I try to get them to understand is, yeah, you, you have some stuff in history that you can use as a guide to kind of tell you how things are going and, and what you need to look for. But don't assume that it's going to be the exact same way, because if you assume you're going into a fight, you're going to come out of it in a fight. Go into it with the attitude that we're going to be able to resolve this. And in the last time, this is where the, the argument fell apart as we look at the history and use it as a guide for going forward. So when we talked about this last time, here's where we got off track. Let's make sure we don't get off track. So that's the first thing is to come in with a little different attitude. Yeah. And then you go through some of these other ones, which, which are, are important as well. Yeah, I mean, don't assume. Well, first of all, don't assume in, in most cases in life. Never Actually, I always say never assume, never volunteer information. There you go. Don't assume your spouse's motive. You don't know what, what your wife's been up to that day or how her day went or how she's feeling. You know? Right. And, and yeah, we're going to, you say, identify each other's perception differences. We see things completely differently. We so, do. And a lot of times the motive is, is so different from each other, you think that her motive is to attack you or to make you look bad or to, to prove that you were wrong. Usually that's not the case. And usually in an argument, you're both arguing about the same thing, just from different perspectives. And if you take the time then to identify your spouse's perception of what took place, you're probably going to see things slightly different. Like if you take, for those that read the Bible, if you take the four Gospels, right, it's, it's about the same events from four different perspectives. So if you, if you had an accident in an intersection, you had people on all four corners, right. they all saw the accident, but each one is going to focus on something slightly different from, from what happened. One's going to focus on how the people ran in to help. Other one's going to focus on how things were going wrong and somebody was speeding. It's, it's, just, it's a different perspective all about the same thing, and it's the same thing when you're dealing with issues in a marriage. You're probably talking about the same thing, trying to come to the same resolution. You just have a little bit different perception right, right, on what right. you're trying to get to. And try, Robert Kostick, we're doing our marriage segment, as everyone across America knows. Um, try to, and this is what I do. I'm, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, and I'm not perfect in any way. But try no to put, put exactly, it's God's per, it's God's world. He's perfect. Everything else is screwed up. There you go. <laughs> try to, if you're going to go into some sort of argument, or there's going to be a difference of opinion, try to do it by putting your wife first and ladies. If you're going to, if you see an argument coming, try to do it in a way of which you put your husband first. Yeah. So I never, ever, ever in 26, it'll be 26 years of marriage. First of all, I don't raise my voice to Denise. I love her too much. And I always know that she loves me so much, she would never intentionally do something wrong to hurt me. Does she make a boo-boo or a mistake? Sure. But I always think of putting her first when I'm talking about it. And, you, and I'll have her on next time. Honey, you can ask her, has Sam ever raised his voice? Has he ever argued with you? And she'll say no. I don't. I'll argue with everyone in the world, but not her. So this that is, is wonderful. But I, I love her too much. I, I vowed to give up my life for her. Why in the world would I get mean, nasty, personal, you know, you call her names or whatever, like a lot of people do when they fight. So if look at that person like you put them on a pedestal, then have your discussion about what went wrong. Absolutely. Instead, they say, you're an idiot. Well, you're fat. You're stupid. You know, oh, I can't stand that. Uh, it's hard, I tell you. And personalities are very different. You know, I'm 50% Sicilian, the other 50% Russian-Hungarian. I'm going to get mad. It's just going to happen. <laughs> but I don't attack my wife. I just blow off steam at what I'm angry about. And, I, and I'll, I'll, yeah, I said it to my kids the other day. They were talking about something. I said, well, you know, you just need to be like me and never raise your voice. And they about fell off their chairs on, under the table and said, yeah, you've never raised your voice. I said, well, you know, i got to get people's attention. And then I very quickly realized that helped nothing, you know. <laughs> I blew off a bunch of steam, and my wife, will, my, being the loving wife that she is, she'll always look at me and go, 
Now, did that make you feel better? Like, well, yeah, that's going to help. <laughs> Let me tell you how that made me feel. But, uh, you know, but she's right. It doesn't make anything better. It really doesn't. So when that happens, if you have a personality like me and, and you just blow up every now and then, be real quick to re- come back and say, I'm sorry, I was out of line. That was not appropriate. I disrespected you. Right. And at least correct it. If you just blow it off like, ah, they'll get over it, trust me, they don't, they don't. get over it. All right. Uh, Robert Kosick, our marriage segment. He wrote the hot and heavy marriage tip about bedtime. It says, you should go to bed at the same time as often as possible. This is a great tip. You should go to bed at the same time as often as possible. One study found that 75% of couples go to bed at different times. The study found that these couples cuddle less, kiss less, touch less, and, of course, less. So if you want a more satisfying intimacy, go to bed at the same time so that you can cuddle, kiss, touch, and more before falling asleep. That's, dude, that is so, like, simple yet so brilliant. It's one of those things where you just got to tell people, like, really? I'll talk to some couples, and they're like, well, you know, we haven't been together intimately for for a while. And I said, well, what are you doing about it? I said, well, I sleep in a different bedroom. And that's going to help. How's that going to help you guys cuddle and kiss and touch? I'm not following the logic of that one. And, like, well, then I'm not disappointed. Yeah, you are. You went to sleep by yourself. You should be disappointed. And it's just it's one of those things that's just so logical. If you're together to bed at the same time, you're going to talk, you're going to cuddle, you're going to touch, your toes are going to touch, and you're laughing, kidding, fun. And all this study showed is that of the couples that they talked to, the ones that were the happiest, they said, what are, what are some of the things that you do that, that are habits that you instill in your marriage that make sure that you guys are content with each other, that you're happy with your marriage, that you're satisfied by your marriage? Number one, almost every time on the list was we hold hands. That's yeah. a huge one. That's one yeah. of the most intimate things you can do. And then also on this list, always in that, that top five area, is we go to bed at the same time as much as we can because we want to make sure it also helps with you're not going to be on the computer by yourself late at night being where you shouldn't be and in those kind of things and it's just a connection this is our time together it goes back to the tip we had last week or the week before about making sure the bedroom's a place of sanctuary of, right, of the right. place where you, it's just for the two of you it goes along those lines and going to bed at the same time is such a critical thing as much as you can i understand you can like in the summertime our kids are home for the summer my wife i'm up really early in the morning she's up late with the kids because you got the three months with them i understand that uh you know but but as best you can yeah yeah that time together it makes sense if if, if you take the kids like we're doing the college tours now and denise will be running that up maybe you work different shifts where obviously you know he's a fireman every night he's a cop you're whatever but for the most part most part you go to bed together do you remember you all couldn't wait to get your hands on your then fiancés you know looking for a place to kiss and hold hands and when you were dating or engaged you've got a bedroom what are you doing not sleeping in the same bed you jabronis I'm telling you, and, and you know the, the fun that you can have, just touching toes and holding hands and cuddling, it's going to lead to a better bond and a stronger relationship. It leads to all the other good, satisfying stuff of a marriage, but you got to be intentional about it. And I try to tell couples all all the time, man up or woman up or whatever it is, whoever needs to be the one to take the step forward. Don't wait for them to do the right stuff before you're in the mood to do that. It'll never happen. Right. And then all you're going to do is fuel the bad habits. Take the step up and say, look, especially the wives. Your wives, this is one of the greatest things you can do for a husband and say, I think we need to go to bed early tonight. Hoorah. You'll be going to bed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, but, hey, that's okay. Yes, <laughs> but, that's But gold. come to bed and invite him in. It, it's a wonderful thing. You know, and Denise, and she says on the radio, she'll call me publicly the mad groper, and I wear that with a badge of honor. Oh, um, there you go. Wonderful. I'm 53, and hell to the yeah. And you men yeah. who aren't sleeping in the same beds with your wives, fools, what's wrong with you? You get that uh, woman back in your bed. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's one of the best things you can do. And those people who are early risers, it's is hard for me. I'm up at 5 o'clock in the morning, 4.30. I just wake up. And when I wake up, I'm one of those guys that just pops out of bed and I'm ready to go, which means that I'm tired late at night, too. So it's, it's, it's the other thing, too, is if you're not going to go to bed together because your schedules are just so different, work or whatever, make sure you get out of bed together then. Stay in bed Love it. a little Love bit it. longer if you can. You just got to be there together for that time together. It's such a beautiful time that, that couples just – don't take advantage of it. And it's so simple, and the rewards are so huge from something so simple. Amen to that. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. You'll see the marriage tip, 148. That's how long we've been doing it. Robert Kosick, com. Great job today, buddy. Thank talk, you, sir. Talk to you next Friday. You have a fantastic weekend, Sam. Oh, Thank you, man. Quick break. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer. always knew they would both find a way.